Hello there, everybody. Welcome back to Star Wars Lads. Today we've got a book review for you all. It's one of our first times reviewing a short story collection, but we are going to review for you The High Republic Tales of Light and Life. This is a short story collection of a bunch of original short stories for The High Republic that kind of merge a bit of Phase 2 and 1, a little bit of Phase 1 and 2, give us backstories on certain characters. There's some good stuff in here. We're going to talk about our favorites and give you guys a score out of five before we do so make sure you hit that like button really helps us out we do cover pretty much everything high republic here on the channel including tons of coverage for every single piece of phase one and two and we will be getting you reviews of every novel and eventually the comics from phase three as they come out make sure you check out our coverage of all that Comment below, let us know your thoughts on this book if you've read it, and let us know if you want to check it out here in the future. Alright, let's get into the novel. Usually we do multiple sections for this review, but we're going to keep this one a little shorter, a little more sweet. Just going to pass it to Sonic for his thoughts and overall review of this novel. What did you think of Tales of Light and Life? Yeah, I thought it was a fun, short read. It's nothing too essential other than the story that is written by Charles Soule, Old Jedi Walk Their Own Path. That one is essential if you want to know what's going on with Buryaga. If you read The Eye of Darkness at Phase 3 and you're like, oh, I guess he's back. This is the story to understand just exactly how Bell managed to bring back his Wookiee friend. It's overall, it's a nice little short collection here. There's some really cool things with Marta Rowe's character that ties in a bit to Mark Rowe and his characterization in the eye of darkness the rest are like you know like a little continuations of characters that we followed in phase two that i thought were pretty good like rupert Nathani and whatever there's an also a barnes and noble exclusive story called rogue element so if you're looking to get a little bit more out of these short stories you can read this it deals with a ex-jedi padawan uh, after the Karelian civil war caused by the nile it's pretty fun it's pretty short Overall, I thought this was fun. I wouldn't say this is essential, but other than the Buryaga and Bell Zedifar story, but if you're trying to get like a little bit more characterization, but if you wanted to just dive back into these characters and get a feel for them before making your way into the High Republic Phase 3 or even Shadows of Starlight, this is definitely very helpful. I agree. This book came out back in September, so we're getting you the review a little later than usual, but reading The Eye of Darkness definitely piqued our interest for wanting to read this as soon as possible because there are things, especially in the first, you know, maybe 10% of The Eye of Darkness where you're going to say, "Did I, I? where did I miss this? How did I not get this part of the story? So if you are a completionist, I think just for completionist's sake, you should check out tales of light and life otherwise it is something that is not going to make or break your high republic reading experience there are some good stories in here and i think overall everything is pretty well written uh, for the most part when you go with characters that we know it is a lot of safer stories but at the same time things that do add another dimension to some characters i think overall like you're mentioning the bell zedifar story was my favorite by Charles Soule. That was the one that tells the return of Buryaga, and it's the one that really feels like it has the most impact on the initiative. In general, 
Charles Soule does a great job of writing Bell. He does a great job of writing him in, in uh, Light of the Jedi, and he does a good job of writing him here. I also liked kind of the flashback and forth that that story had with, with the Lodin story. In, in general, though, I think that the other thing I got the most out of with this was another look at, at worlds behind the occlusion zone. I think if you would have read this, if we would have read this prior to reading The Eye of Darkness, it would have given you a nice, cool, like behind the scenes look of what you're in for with the eye of darkness. I think reading this after reading the eye of darkness, it, it falls a little more flat because you're like, okay, I already kind of know what exists behind the storm wall, but here it's a lot more, a lot of teases of what certain Jedi are doing behind the wall, like an Avar or a Keeve. Um, so there's a lot of good stuff in this, but overall, yeah, not essential. Pass it back to Senek here. We'll give you a score out of five. What would you give Tales of Light and Life? I think it's a very solid three. Again, the Bell's Metaphor story is almost essential if you want to understand large parts of the plot that are rushed through in the first 10% of the Eye of Darkness. It's a great send-off for a lot of Phase 2 characters, so if you felt like you were really just starting to get to know them, at least here there's maybe teases that they can continue, just maybe not necessarily in the grander overall story of the High Republic Initiative so far. And if you are just ready to jump into the High Republic Phase 3, it's just a good way to understand, like Liam said, what's going on in the occlusion zone. What does that really mean? What's happening to the Jedi and to a lot of their allies? So yeah, 3 out of 5 for sure. I think that's a pretty good score. I was going to give it a 3.25 out of 5. I think this is an above average read. Definitely worth your time, especially with a lot of short stories in the star wars canon uh, a lot of them are very safe and or are just adaptations of stuff like there's one storybook that's just all adaptations of episodes from the clone wars so it's nice to have some original stuff come out of star wars short story books that being said you know i do wish canon short stories went for a bit more where legends short stories used to give actually tons of information that was pertinent to characters or story here we don't necessarily do so as much after reading The Eye of Darkness, I thought this book would go for it a bit more. It doesn't, but it does in enough places that I definitely could recommend you read it if you're into the High Republic. Also, I would say read this after you've read Phase 1. Do not read it before you read Phase 1, but I would say right after you read Phase 1, before you read Phase 3 is the correct place to read it. Uh, but if you're not into the High Republic, this is not going to change your mind. So thank you so much for watching this review. Make sure you like the video if you haven't. Subscribe to the channel for more High Republic content and book reviews here in the future. And of course, comment your thoughts down below. Thank you so much for watching, and we will see you all next time.